Hello and welcome back to the show. This is Coach Man. In this episode, we'll talk about Guardiola and Manchester City. After his last transfer splurge of uh, Ruben Diaz for £65 million, pounds, uh, Guardiola became a very, very popular topic online uh, over the fact that he spent a boatload of money uh, over his course of his Manchester City career. And we're going to go over some of these numbers and players that he bought in. Starting off with Ruben Diaz, 65 million pounds. Nathan Ake, 41 million pounds. Joan Cancelo, 60 million pounds. Angelino, 10 and a half million pounds. Imeric Laporte, 57 million pounds. Benjamin Mendy, 52 million pounds. Kyle Walker, 50 million pounds. Danilo, 26.5 million pounds. Ederson, 35 million pounds. John Stones, 47.5 million pounds. Uh, Claudio Bravo, 17 million pounds, which sums up just about over 400 million pounds. Now, you might say that's quite a feat, and it, it sure is, don't get me wrong. So, let's look at the past 10 years of the main clubs around the world and see how much they spent. We will rank these clubs according to the expenditures and departures, which means pretty much how much they spent and how much they got out of the transfer uh, windows. So starting out with Manchester City, they have a balance of negative 1.161 million pounds. Expenditures were 1.44 billion in players bought and only 391 million income. Number two is PSG, 107 in, 369 out. Manchester United with 1 billion, just north of 1 billion, 381 in. Barcelona, 1.3 billion in, 700 million out. Real Madrid, 1.2 billion in, 717 out. Moving on to Juventus. 1.1 billion in, 716 out. Then Chelsea, 1.23 billion in, 790 million out. Now, let me tell you about who had the most players in and out, and this would be a surprise. You would think that Manchester City had a lot of players in and out, it's just like come and go. But the club that had the most players in and the most players out over the course of 10 years, it's actually Juventus. 576 players in and 562 departures. That is absolutely insane. This is what you don't want. You don't want your club to be a revolving doors for, for players. You want loyalty. And Juventus is known for having players like Buffon, like players like Chiellini who stayed loyal throughout the club. But apparently that is not the trend. Let me tell you about who had the less players in and the less players out. And it shouldn't be a surprise. And here we're talking about Bayern Munich. That is right. German precision. 95 players in, 95 players out. Going back to Manchester City and analyzing Manchester City over the course of 10 years. Let's see who had, uh, who, uh, had the privilege and the opportunity to be in charge of Manchester City. So from 2001 and 2005, you had Kevin Keegan. Then you had Stuart Pierce from 2005 to 2007. Sven Goran Eriksson from 2007 to 2008. 
Mark Hughes from 2008 to 2009, Roberto Mancini from 2009 to 2013, Manuel Pellegrini from 2013 to, uh, to uh, 2016, and then the big man himself, Guardiola, from 2016 and on. Just this year, Manchester City purchased Ferran Torres from Valencia for £21 million, Nathan Ake for, uh, from Bournemouth, Bournemouth for £41 million, and of course Ruben Diaz from Benfica for £61 million. Players that left the club for free were David Silva, Claudio Bravo, and Nabili Tuazi. All of them for free. Now let's talk about Pep and his trajectory as a manager, his history. Uh, probably most of you don't know that he actually started in Barcelona B. Then he was promoted. So in 2006-2007 and 2007-2008, Barcelona lost pretty much everything. Uh, it was the season where Barcelona got injured. Uh, they were destroyed by uh, Real Madrid 4-1 at Santiago Bernabeu. And that was the last straw for Frank Rijkaard when he was sacked and replaced with Pep Guardiola. 2008 and 2009 started the Guardiola era. It was the best in Barcelona history. And in just the four years that he's been with Barcelona, he broke all records, winning 14 titles, had a record win, 6-2 against Real Madrid and 5-0 in Camp Nou. Um, he had a record six titles, which was and still is a record in the history of football. Pretty much they won every competition they've been in. Then he decided to make a move in Germany and uh, coached Bayern for the three seasons starting 2013 to 2016, where he won the Bundesliga three years in a row, won two cups, um, won the UEFA Super Cup in 2013 and the FIFA Club World Cup in 2013. And now, of course, uh, 2016 and on, his record at Manchester City, Premier League champs 2017-2018 and 2018-2019, so back-to-back, one FA Cup in 2018-2019, three EFL Cups and uh, two Community Shields in 2018 and 2019. Now let's talk about the players that... Guardiola was passionate about and that he used the most in, uh, in his entire career and here we have to talk about none other than Lionel Messi who he had a really really cl close friendship and affinity he is the biggest Lionel Messi fan and for good reasons and if we look uh, he used over the course of four seasons in Barcelona he used Messi 219 times uh, Messi had scored 211 goals and 91 assists. Again, 219 appearances, 211 goals, and 91 assists. That is absolutely insane. There's no question uh, about their relationship and the way that Guardiola can put in a system that would benefit Messi tremendously. And that's what he has done in Barcelona and ended up uh, in uh, Messi winning the Ballon d'Or. I mean, he he was <laughs> he was uh, he was uh, 
putting his imprint on Messi's career without even uh, a lot of people acknowledging the fact that this this guy is actually actually a tactical mastermind. Moving on to uh, other players that have played a lot under Guardiola, which are Victor Valdez, Dani Alves, Xavi, Raheem Sterling, Gerard Piquet, Fernandinho, Sergio Brusquets, and of course uh, Kevin De Bruyne with 186 appearances so far. Let's take a closer look at his record against various teams as well from the Premier League, from Spain as well. Uh, his best record is against Arsenal, so sorry Gunners fans. Uh, out of 19 matches, he won 12, drew 5, and lost 4. Uh, sorry Real Madrid fans as well. Out of 19 games, he managed to win 11, 4 draws, and 4 losses. Uh, 11 matches against uh, Bournemouth, 11 wins. Uh, and we, if we look down the list to see who he had lost multiple times to and that would be the most losses he has against Liverpool, Chelsea and United all of them five losses. Uh, he has the worst record actually in terms of win-loss against Liverpool. He lost uh, five times, he won only four, he drew two out of 11 encounters. Against Chelsea he has seven wins, three draws and five losses and against Manchester United eight wins, two draws and he lost five times against the Red Devils. In terms of a managerial rivalry, on the top of the list we have Jose Mourinho, of course, who they had 23 games against each other. Pep won 11, drew 6, and lost 6. Then we have Jurgen Klopp out of 19 games. Pep won 8, drew 2, and lost 9. Pochettino, 18 encounters, 10 wins. 5 draws and 3 losses and uh, Pellegrini is next with 11 wins, 1 draw and only 2 losses. His most successful season as far as I'm concerned was the 2008 and 2009 Barcelona season where uh, he was a new manager and started out just absolutely killing it in the preseason. Uh, right off the bat, you can tell that this team was special, uh, winning 6-0, 5-1, 3-1, 5 It was absolutely incredible what was happening even preseason. You can tell that Barcelona is going to have a really strong season. Let's go over the roster that they had, um, starting out with Victor Valdez, Martin Caceres, uh, Gerard Piquet, Rafa Marquez, Carlos Puyol, the legend, Xavi, Eidor Gudjensen, uh, Andres Iniesta, Samuel Eto'o, Lionel Messi, Boyan Kirkic, uh, Jose Manuel Pinto, Thierry Henry, legend, Seydou Keita, Silvino, Gabriel Milito, Dani Alves, of course, Alexander Hleb, uh, Eric Abidal, Yaya Toure, Albert Yanquera, <laughs> excuse me, Pedro, Sergio Brusquets, and Victor Sanchez. Now the players in for that year were Keita, P.K. Pinto, Caceres, Alves, Kleb, Enrique, and Brusquets. And players out, Edmilson, Zambrota, Dos Santos, uh, Lilam Thuram decided to retire, Esquero, Deco went to Chelsea, Ronaldinho was transferred to AC Milan, Henrique, Olegger, and Krosas. Uh, that season, the top goal scorer 
Uh, in La Liga was Samuel Eto'o, but the overall goal scorer was Messi with 38 goals overall. And uh, Samuel Eto'o was the goal scorer for La Liga. The 2008-2009 was the first time in Barcelona's history where they managed to win the treble, La Liga Champions League and Copa del Rey. Um, let me tell you the stats for that season. Barcelona won with 87 points, having a record of 27 wins, five, uh, six draws actually, and five losses. Second was Real Madrid with 10 points less with a total of 78 points. Sevilla with 70 points. Atletico Madrid with 67 points. And Villarreal with 65 points. What stands out uh, in all of this is the goal difference. The goal difference for Barcelona that year was plus 70. You heard me right. Plus 70. Plus 70. And as a comparison, I'll give you the, the second best for that season, which was Real Madrid. They had a goal difference of 31 goals only so huge huge offensive side by Guardiola in his first season with Henri with Eto and with Messi in there they started out the season with a loss actually against Numancia and the other losses of that season were against Espanyol uh, 2-1 Atletico Madrid 4-3 Mallorca and Osasuna in the Copa del Rey they managed to get past Atletico Madrid Espanyol uh, Mallorca and in the final they uh, beat Atletico Bilbao by a score of 4-1. to one. In the UEFA Champions League they got past Wisla Krakow. Uh, they had a group uh, made out of Sporting, Lisbon, Shakhtar and Basel. Finished first in a group with 13 points. They had a loss against Shakhtar Donetsk 2-3. Uh, then in the round of 16, they met Lyon 6-3 on aggregate. Then they moved on to Bayern Munich 4-0 at Camp Nou and then 1-1 away. An aggregate of 5-1. Then in the semifinals, they got a really informed Chelsea 0-0 at Camp Nou and then 1-1 away, which puts them uh, uh, in a 1-1 aggregate uh, because of away goals. They moved into the final where they met... Manchester United, who of course uh, were really, really uh, coming in strong. Uh, that season, Manchester United had gone past Inter Milan, Porto, and 4-1. Uh, uh, no, uh, Inter Milan, Porto, and Arsenal, excuse me, with an aggregate of 4-1 to actually. Uh, Manchester United managed to beat Arsenal 3-1 to in an away game. Now let's go over the lineups because this was a really, really interesting one. So we'll start with Manchester United. Van der Sar in goal, Patrice Evra, Vidic, Ferdinand and Jan O'Shea, the back four. In the middle, you had Rooney, Giggs, Carrick, Anderson, and Jisoo and Park. And up front, the one and only Cristiano Ronaldo. Now for Barcelona, Puyol, Toure, Piquet, and Silvino, the back four. Then in midfield, Messi, Xavi, Brusquets, Iniesta, Henri, and up front, Eto. These are two <laughs> legendary teams, ladies and gentlemen. Two legendary teams that got to face each other off. And, um, of course, Barcelona won with a goal by Eto and Messi. Messi ended up in winning the Ballon d'Or for that year, taking it away from Ronaldo, who had just won it previously in the last season. The extremely successful seasons in Barcelona had a tremendous 
impact on young Messi's career who started out winning Ballon d'Ors and of course uh, combined with his absolutely insane performances made him the player that he is today. Um, what can I say? Pep Guardiola, one of the legends, one of the best coaches ever. If you look at his trophy cabinet, two English Super Cup winner, three times UEFA Super Cup winner, three times FIFA Club World Cup winner, three times German champion, two times German Cup winner, three times Spanish Cup winner, two times, uh, uh, three times actually Spanish Super Cup winner, three times Spanish champion, three times English League Cup winner, one time English FA Cup winner, two times English champion, two times world's best club coach, and two times Champions League winner. Um, the trophy cabinet speaks for itself. Uh, so far, his record in Manchester City, 154 games, 114 wins, 18 draws, and only 22 losses, uh, 388 goals for, and 130 goals against. At only 49, almost 50 years old, this guy continues to, to keep, uh, keep on going strong. Uh, he doesn't seem to uh, be any discouraged by the recent success shown by Liverpool. And uh, investing in a defense this season, we'll see how they, uh, how they fence against uh, the current champions. And how are they going to recover after that 2-5 loss to Leicester? We'll have to see. That's what I have for you today. Thank you so much for listening. We'll see you on the next one.